0: Support for this podcast comes from Dynamic. Dynamic Air Quality Solutions manufactures IAQ products based on the science of clean air. Dynamic's clean air defense system products are supported by technical and communication IAQ training that is second to none in the industry. For more information on how to get your team confident in communicating IAQ challenges and solutions on every call, email Michelle Hogan at mhogan at
1: dynamicaqs.com. Welcome to The Successful Contractor, powered by Success Group International, a show for residential contractors about residential contractors. We chronicle business journeys, share insights, and celebrate successes in this wonderful industry. I'm your host, Bob Houchin. Hello there, SGI family and other contractor friends. I'm so thankful you're here. As a reminder, all episodes of the Successful Contractors Show are available on YouTube, as well as your podcast player of choice. Also, if you're a non-member interested in learning more about SGI and how we can help your business grow both in the top and bottom line while becoming a part of the contracting industry's largest network of successful contractors, we're having Profit Day seminars in Houston, Boise, San Antonio, Winston-Salem, Colorado Springs, and Dallas. Give us a call at 866-299-8505 to attend. SGI members in those markets. If you'd like to come and share with everyone your experiences with the group, give your coach a call. We greatly appreciate your help. Today's show is another SGI monthly member panel. These are interactive live programs where I interview SGI members on a particular topic. Uh, in this discussion, I talked to Brent McDonald, owner of rub Plumbing in Gunbarrel City, Texas. We talked about technician training tips and strategies. You see, not only does Brent own and operate a highly successful, highly profitable plumbing company, He also takes his own time to serve as a communications sales trainer for SGI. Uh, Brent is full of information that he's sharing in this interview. He talks about how he onboards new new people. Of course, that's a a big part of the training process. He shares what his four-day-a-week training plan looks like, uh, how he chooses topics to train on, how he gets his team to interact and ultimately drive the discussion during training sessions. Plus, as a bonus, Brent will give you about 30 minutes of how he coaches his team and other plumbers on how to deliver a perfect service call experience. So, SGI members, be sure to use this second half of the interview uh, as a training tool for your team if you're uh, looking for some outside content. So, without further ado, here's my discussion with Brent McDonald, owner of rub up Plumbing in Gunbarrel City, Texas, on technician training tips and strategies and a little bit more. I hope you enjoy it and take away a nugget or two. Hello there, everyone, and thank you for joining us for another monthly member panel. Uh, I'm your host, Bob Houch, and as a reminder, uh, monthly member panels are your opportunities to hear from your fellow members, uh, explain what they're doing to be successful uh, in regards to certain topics. Uh, think of it as a, a little slice of expo coming to you through your computer or phone uh, every month. Um, we have an incredibly important topic today that we're discussing, one that can be the difference between stagnant growth and a record year between the difference in losing money or having some double digit profit. And I'm talking about training. I mean, SGI at its core is a training organization. Um, Before I keep going, as a reminder, um, as we talk about today's topics, uh, if someone mentions something that's interesting or you'd like some additional explanation on it, I'll write that question in a little box. There should be one on your screen. Um, Just go ahead and type it out there. The last 10 minutes or so, um, if there are any questions, um, I'll be sure to ask our panelists those and and have some follow-up and all that good stuff. So, uh, but before I, I introduce our panelists, I have a special guest who'd like to share some insight about what's going on regarding training uh, with SGI. And that is uh, Learning Alliance's own Wesley P. Ryan. Wesley, oh, look at you, right on quick on the draw. I like it, I like it. Good to see your face, Wesley. How are you doing today?
2: Doing good, Bob, how are you doing?
1: Good, man, I'm doing well. What's going on today?
2: Man, listen, right now, we, like you talking about training, we have a full house here today in training. We got strategic planning going on right now. So that's, that's amazing. The excitement and laughter and learning that's happening over next door right now. We got teaching that class, but training is going to be amazing in 2022. So many exciting things. For example, you know, we have the 26th week training piece that we rolled out this past Expo that gives you an outline of videos, different resources and tools, and typically just really a good roadmap for you in your training program. So you're not trying to figure out what video should I be watching? What should I be training next? And it gives you the ability to create a training calendar in return that helps you have a good training culture. Also, on sites. on sites are gonna be big in 2022. So guys, if you want us to come to you, so meaning if you know that you have 10, 15 people, if it makes more sense, if it's more cost effective for us to come to you, let's come to you. You have that space. So I know we have that that has been booking like crazy. So if that's something that you're thinking about, please reach out to myself. Please reach out to Brandon Marshall. We would love to talk more um, to you about on sites. Also, partner discounts. You know, when we talk about partner discounts, things with like TechU. Um, yep. TechU has really been you know just taking off creating a big buzz within several affinities so if you have questions about tech you would love to set up a demo for you give them the opportunity to kind of walk through um, explain to you show you how it works for your business specifically and then just making sure that we have uh, some other things that we're going to be rolling out as far as these small motivational videos that we're going to be um, doing, um, branding and, and myself. So we are excited about that. And, you know, we always got some fun up our sleeve uh, when it comes to <laughs> So, you know, last Expo, man, we were mining for gold. Me and Miss Sharon, we had on hard hats, uh, Brandon had on hard hats and boots and we were ready to rock and roll, and So, you know, we got some fun stuff. So I hope people are excited about Expo. Also making sure that they, when it comes to partner jam, that you stop by the Learning Alliance booth because trust me, you won't miss us.
1: Yeah, that's great. I Just a couple of follow-ups just to, to add on to what Wesley was gonna share. And I really didn't know it until he popped on. Strategic planning, I, I thought it was what, 50 some odd people there, right?
2: Yes, 57. Like we had to stop like it was sold out that was 57 right. we had like
1: 15 more away if you're if you're on this call or you're watching this video afterwards and you're struggling with putting your budget together i i highly recommend that i mean I, there's members that go to it every year that are exceptional at, at strategic planning but they do it because they get that much value out of it so just i know it, it won't it only happens once a year because you know beginning of december as you roll into the new year but just as a, a plant that little in your ear a little bit for next year Uh, Also, how many weeks is that training plan? 24? 26 weeks. 26 weeks. I just talked to Travis. Six months. I talked to Travis. Travis Electrical. I interviewed them yesterday for a podcast and and they use it and they really enjoy it. So, again, that's a great resource. uh, If you're looking for a training plan, that's plug and play. Um, And then the last thing, just just to echo uh, on sites. I mean, I've been doing this a long time. The members that there's an investment with on sites, but the people that do it see such an exceptional return that it literally like it pays for itself in like a week um, to have someone come into your office and, and just diagnose your company and, and provide some training or whatever you want, there's all sorts of options. Um, you know, I don't mean always sell, I try not to sell these things, but the, those are three huge classes or programs. I think that, that if anyone's on here is, that, you know, committed to training and getting better, I think it's worthwhile to look into. So awesome, good stuff. All right, Wesley, well, thank you for, uh, for providing that that info. Appreciate everyone that's online, letting us uh, talk about that a little bit, but we're passionate about you getting better. And I think those are three tools that help us do that. So Wesley, have a great rest of your day, my friend.
2: Hey, you do the same, man, Bob. I love that jacket, man. You showing not. that uh, <laughs> I didn't I'm see that, that I'm trying to keep up with you. I'm trying
1: to keep up with you. I can't do the bow ties though. I'm not, I don't have the body type to do that. I don't know how you pull that off. I can't, I look like a penguin staggering around. So. <laughs> Sorry, buddy all right buddy take care i'll talk to you soon yes, sir. well thank you everyone for for uh hanging on with us uh, i'm excited to go ahead and introduce our panelists um he's actually a learning alliance facilitator as well as the owner uh, of his own plumbing company it's a uh, rub-a-dub plumbing in Gunbarrel city texas and beyond that's mr brent mcdonald brent could you please flip your camera on and hit unmute please there he is yes, sir looking good looking good so brent let's just dig into it um you know training huge topic you're a trainer um you know you do it for us you do it with your own team but uh, to throw a bit of a curveball i always have believed that training begins with onboarding you need to kind of set the stage for someone to be successful so they understand what your company culture is what your expectations are um just in a kind of briefly can you kind of communicate to everyone what your onboarding process is for some of the different roles in your company in general
3: sure um i mean we follow pretty closely with two What's on the the hub with SGI? Actually, when they when they rolled that information out, they actually came to our shop and we compared notes. We were doing some onboarding, and I think uh, we took a little bit from each other. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty, you know, and it it makes it easy. Everything is right there on the hub. Yeah. Our technicians, our experienced technicians, it takes a little longer because there's even if they're experienced and they have training, they have to learn the SGI way so you have to spend a little more time with them. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they all have the same stuff. Apprentices and CSRs. CSRs a little longer, not quite as long as the technicians. And then apprentices, you can usually have those guys out in a day and a half, but you just need to show them the videos that are on there, who you are, what you're doing, what your expectations are. You know, there's, there's all the little things. You don't think about like, you know, where do you turn your time in? If you have a question who do you go to Yeah, uh, job description just in things of that nature
1: for an experienced uh experienced plumber what is uh, you know how many days is he in maybe in the office he or she in the office before they start riding along or do you break up the days a little bit maybe just kind of shine a little more light they're on.
3: usually two to three days it just depends on their skill set and some yeah. of them you know, have come from companies and do have some training, and some of them have been in SGI companies before. Yeah. Or similar companies. And so that helps. And that can help speed the process up as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we kind of uh, judge that. You know, here lately, we haven't had a whole lot of experienced mm-hmm. technicians. So, sure, sure. That's kind of like a unicorn. <laughs> um, how, how do you typically
1: te- test their technical acumen? When is that, I'm sure that kind of happens in the interview process. I hate to go backwards a little bit, but I'm intrigued.
3: Oh, I've been doing it a long time. I can talk to somebody 15 minutes and I know if they know. And our licensing is, is, you know, regulations are pretty strict. Right. So if they've gotten to that point, you can pretty much assume that they know what they're doing. If they're doing shoddy work, that's, uh, I don't necessarily think that's a skill level. That's more of an attitude. Right right and hopefully you should have caught that before you hired them
1: yeah when um you know when you were going through onboarding and you have someone that's seasoned you know and i know it's a unicorn but what's what's the hardest thing for them to grasp with onboarding like is it is it your pricing or is it how you price with you know with kind of a straightforward price or is it just you know what what are some of the things that you really have to work on?
3: yeah i think it's a straightforward pricing guy just learning how to use it Mm-hmm. And the best thing to do is we send them to technicians and then we send them with different technicians and then even sit them down in the mornings and just go through different scenarios with them so they can, hold on,
1: <laughs> they can get the hand
3: out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Live TV, that's all right.
3: Yeah. So they, you know, just run through different scenarios with them. Um and and that helps too even with all your technicians because eventually they'll go well i figured i i did it this way and i did it this way and then they start coming together and they kind of will form mm-hmm. the best way then, then 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 everybody just naturally picks up on it
1: and- yeah for folks in your call center i know i don't i don't know that you have a whole lot of turnover there but but when you do bring someone new on board is it just essentially sitting them in, in you know right next to uh, a current call you know c c r in, in allowing them to just to listen and watch uh, or do you expect them to uh sit in a room and go over some scripting or how do you how do you handle that onboarding process for
3: for those folks i mean yeah, we do all that yeah you know we they're gonna we work with them on their script just like we do with the technicians yeah um a lot of role playing mm- mm-hmm. just going back and forth and then then just sitting there listening. So take the calls. I mean, we even send our technicians in to spend time in the call center as well. Oh, I okay, that's, that's really good. important. Yeah. yeah, because they need to see what they do. I mean, everybody thinks their job is the most important and, and the hardest. You know? <laughs> so yeah, it's good for them to see, especially on a busy day, all of the, you know, constant changes they're making, you know, minute yeah. to minute. It's a tough job. Yeah,
1: for stressful. Sure. For sure. How long will you will you have a tech sit there? I mean, are you booking them out for uh, half a day or just a couple half hours? Half a day, just yeah. Call? Dep- yeah.
3: Yeah, depending on your call volume coming in, but it doesn't take too long for them to figure out. You know, these guys are working. They're not in here with their feet kicked up on the <laughs> desk.
1: Now, part-
3: telling them where to go and sending me late calls. And-
1: right, right. Now is that just part of the onboarding, or is that something you you routinely work into their schedule just to kind of remind? No,
3: that's them. just part of the onboarding.
1: Okay, yeah. okay, very good. All right. Um, good stuff. Um, let's talk more training, training, uh, you know, training schedules, stuff like that. Um, what, what days are you typically training with your team in, in the different positions?
3: Uh, we do most of our training all together. now, hmm. um, my operations manager, she probably does a little more with the, uh, admin team. I know she does after our morning meetings. And then she also handles a lot of the training with the guys. But we all meet, you know, even the call takers and all the plumbers and everybody in the mornings, Monday through Thursday.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And Friday, you know, if you want to train, you can. But, you know, everybody's kind of thinking about Friday. That's what we yeah. It's It's you get diminishing returns on it. They're not, you know, I have you have a hard enough time getting technicians to remember things as it is. But especially on yeah. Friday when you already checked out. Sure, sure. So
1: four days a week, you guys are all getting together. Yes. Okay, well talk talk about what each of those days, what you're doing. Is it, Are they each different or? or yeah,
3: different? They, they, they are and you know, you just, sometimes we just look at, you know, Jenny and I will talk and figure out well, what we wanna do based on what we're seeing in the numbers. But Mo- Monday is always, you know, it's a numbers day. What did we do last week what are our goals where are we at for the week where are we at for the month are we behind are we ahead mm-hmm. um you know we try to put a technical day in there uh we usually will do that on tuesdays called technical okay. tuesday and then you know wednesdays maybe some skills some soft skills or any you know really we less of soft skills and more on attitude okay, okay. My, most of my technicians they know what to do i mean it's 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 not a matter of do you know how to do it it's a matter of it's a matter of will yeah or it's yeah you know, are you going to decide to do the right thing and yeah. there's a ton of stuff on the hub now we did a video this morning on uh on attitude okay and then on uh thursdays is actually more of a fun day we don't really do any training we uh uh, it's like pat on the backs out of boys and we're giving out money and yeah uh, they also you know they have a lot of we have a lot of different contests that go on and then, and then we we did a fantasy football league this year which, <laughs> it's been a lot of fun but i'm i'm disgruntled because i'm losing,
1: <laughs> I hate losing. yeah
3: yeah I've, that's funny i've scored more points than almost anybody but it seems like when they play me Everybody scores well. I I got it's killing me. That's you need like,
1: a so you so need scary. a need a fire defensive coordinator. It sounds like you need to bring in a new defensive staff.
3: <laughs> Maybe that
1: will help That's right. Um. All right. So when you bring everyone in, that's a commitment, sure. Every day, what you're in for about an hour or so, or, or how long?
3: No, it's not even that long. We don't take okay. that long. I mean, thirty okay. minutes. Thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. still longer than that, we're losing. I mean, and I don't know how everybody is in different parts of the country, but. I, well, I've seen plumbers from all over, and their tension spans not very long. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, they're, they're
1: used to being out and about. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and they're ready to go. Okay. They're they're well, uh. We have two different offices, so some of them, most of them come in the office, but some of these guys are fairly remote, so yeah, um, they may be sitting in their truck already, ready to mm-hmm. go.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's oh, a good point. So right. people that don't, so people that don't know that. So if you have someone that is on, you know, the outskirts in a in you know a, a town that they service, so they 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 dial in on their their iPad or whatever, and there's a camera on what you guys are discussing right there. Yep. That's great.
3: And that's we would you know our requirement is is you got to be you still you know you got to be even if you're in your house, you got to be ready in uniform. Yep. You got to be on camera. I got I want to see you, and I want to see that you're 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 hearing what we're saying. You're not know, walking around, and or you've got the camera field. off, and we don't know what yeah. you're doing, and <laughs> you're actually not even dressed yet.
1: Right, right. What time what time do you guys meet with that 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 meeting? And then when do they go on their first call?
3: Seven thirty. We want to be out. We want them gone by eight o'clock. By eight o'clock. Sometimes it runs over, but not very often. Actually, the board, you know, when we first started doing it, the training seemed to be really long, and it seems hard to finish them on time, but it's important to finish them on time. Yeah. Um, you can get in there and, you know, we're, we're getting quicker and quicker. Sometimes it's 15 minutes. Sometimes it's 20 minutes.
4: Yeah. Just,
3: you know, you don't have to just pick mm-hmm. what you want to get the point you want to get across. Right. And then drive it home. You don't need to get 10 points across. Right. Just one is good. One every day. That's why okay. you do it every day. Yeah. Do you,
1: um, how much do you dissect maybe the steps of a service call? I know you've got a team, it sounds like, that, that's that been doing it a while, but I mean, the basics of, of you know, from approaching the home to, you know, giving the customer to trust you to have those questions and, you know, all those steps. Do you, do you break that out and, and, and kind of discuss those much or, mm-hmm. or is it just situational?
3: It's, well, everything that we do on training is situational. That's mm-hmm. what drives all of our training is based on what we see they're doing in their performance. So for like right now, for instance, ours is um uh inspections and club memberships. Yep. Those are our two big ones. It was bio one, but we, we uh we had the bio one rep come into the office and it was it's amazing, you know, it's just top of mind awareness. These guys know what it does. Sure. It just, all of hearing a sudden it we from start someone else. Yeah. Been sitting there collecting dust and now all of a sudden we're selling it. Yeah. Keeping it on their mind. hmm But so we'll, you know, that's just like I said, it's it is situational. If we feel like we need to break down the credibility, say we'll break back down. And we'll even get in there and uh uh we'll role play we'll practice. Okay. Or we just mm-hmm. if we're talking about something like that, hey, let me hear how you you're presenting your club membership. Okay. Put them on. I mean, immediately on the spot. And it's tough in the beginning, but the more you do it to them, the more they start becoming comfortable with doing it in front of the group.
1: How much? Um. How much? You said you got 30 minutes. How much of that 30 minutes is you talking about a a piece? You know, a, a piece of of content or you know subject matter versus you kind of opening it up to everybody to to, to throw their two cents in.
3: Uh, I'd, I'd say it's fifty-fifty. Uh-huh yeah i mean you you, if you can get the guys guys in it's better than you know they're not necessarily going to listen to you as much as they will their peers right
1: right, right.
3: either you they have other guys on board or agreeing with you and in, in confirming uh, what you're the point you're getting across that's always better
1: and is it just you literally call i hate to say calling someone out or is it hey joe what do you think like how do, i saw yeah, you did I, this last week
3: it's just like a uh, sales in the home, you know, you got to ask the open the questions. If I can get you to say what I want you to say, yeah, you're going to, it's going to, it's going to hold more than me telling it to you. Yeah. So yeah. Participation is always better. Even in the classes that I teach, that's it, when I have classes that talk more than I do, they're always better Yeah. because they yeah. learn from each other.
1: You know, a question I see uh, from newer members, especially or people that are newer to training, that finally want to realize the, the value of it, um, they ask about, well, what do I pay? do? You pay your guys for that thirty minutes, that, or is that just, you know, they always want to know, are they on the clock immediately once they do that, or, or how well, do you manage that?
3: So, and it's a state by state thing. Like our hourly guys, our apprentices and stuff, they're on the clock, um, yeah. but I, I don't think we pay a flat rate to the. Yeah uh the i don't wanna, i don't like calling them commission performance based
1: yeah. right guys
3: right but i think you know if you've got a really good performance based guy they understand the value of what they're receiving in there
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
3: I, I i think a lot of the guys like coming together you yeah know, if, you, if you make it fun they enjoy coming in i was when I mean, we had guys when we didn't have to come into the office they're showing up every day because they like and to come it. in and shoot the breeze with each other
1: Sure, sure. That's it's neat. a good thing. Yeah. So um you have two. So you, you have two trainings essentially going on all at the same time, or do you guys all train together? Because I know you said no. We together. Like, you yeah, all train together. together. Okay. okay. Yep. When when did you feel comfortable with giving Ginny the reins to start driving that? Because I I know there's people are going to be watching this that are like you know owners are like boy I'm doing it all the time I think I have someone that can do it right but it's the actual giving that rollover so you know when were you comfortable with doing it you know why did you decide to ultimately allow that to happen
3: well she's a um she was she already had some training experience she probably actually had more training experience than i did yeah than i do uh but when she really understood the model Mm -hmm. that that's probably when i was comfortable with it and we're really on the same page i mean we uh she knows what I want. I guess that'd be the easy answer. When, when I yep. knew she knew exactly what I wanted, uh, she probably does it better than I do because I tend to pound them. I'm a <laughs> driver. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she's more of a mama for them, and you know some of them they right. they like that. They respond to it well. That's interesting. Yeah. And she's a horse trainer as well, and she sets oh. up. Yeah, and so it's just I tell her all the time, go train your go train your ponies. Train your horses. <laughs> it's the That's same true. way. It's no different. She, it, it, she said this. She said, "Well, train horses is what you do. Said, you 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 make it uh, you make it hard to do the wrong thing and easy to do the right thing." Interesting. But you do that with your yeah. You do the same thing with your people. I mean, I use it. You know, I use my kids. We we talked before about our our kids. Yeah. You know, it, it, I'm gonna make it very hard for you to do the wrong thing. Very easy for you to do the right thing.
1: Right thing. That's interesting. Well, so what does that look like then for for training technicians? I, I mean, just 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 talking to them so much that they, they're so used to it that they just know what they're supposed to do versus you know not knowing. I mean, I, how does that? How do you how do you make it easy? Is, is, have you guys been able to put a finger on that so you can explain to other people?
3: Uh, just hold them accountable. Okay. You know, hold their feet to the fire if you've asked yeah. them to do it i mean you gotta you gotta inspect what you expect if you don't inspect it they're gonna fall away from it
4: mm-hmm.
3: you know that that's just it or if they've done something and or you know they that that they were supposed to do don't let them get away with it go back you gotta you gotta go back and do the right thing okay so it starts Yeah, starts to become more work for them
1: okay so i hear that a lot i hear uh I more people than I, i'm i always surprised by it well you know we do a really good job with inspections for a while we do a really good job with options for a while and then the guys fall off and i tell them about it and they laugh so how how do you really i mean you, you will literally send them back to fill out an inspection if they didn't do it or how do you we have we,
3: like that? We, yeah we fell off of it and again we we're no different than anybody else we'll get them yep. doing if you i mean it's just try get out know, almost impossible to get them to do everything you want them to do all at the same time you know and i don't know what it is because they just fall back into old habits and because i've given guys stuff like hey when you're in that situation say this and they're like man that's awesome and they yeah. come back and they're like then that works so well i'm going to use it every time and then like six months later you're like hey how's that going yeah oh i forgot all about that yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, you know I don't I don't I can't explain it I don't know why I and mean, even I mean I'm guilty I've, I've done it just just caught up in day to day stuff.
1: Sure, sure. So you said you and Jenny will get together and talk about you know what we need to talk about. When when do you is that does that happen? You said Friday's kind of end up being kind of slower days. Is that Friday leading into the next week that hey, these are the things we're seeing or is that happening? Are you guys getting in at like 6th? 6 30 to have that discussion and then you kind of formulate what you're going to talk about Well,
3: we'll talk on the phone pretty much every day uh but we come and we'll see each other twice a week she'll come to my office and then i'll go to her office okay we usually we'll we'll talk on the phone after everyone's gone i'll give them a little bit because they all the dispatching and everything is going out of their office so it's a little right after the meeting it's a little hectic but I can sure. watch it on the board. I can see things lighten up, and I know once they've got everybody gone.
1: Sure, sure.
3: Uh, let's talk a little
1: more. More. Um, let's get a little more into the nitty gritty of training and how you train your your guys. Um, you know, you do training for us. You talk about personality types and how to communicate with different personality types, whether it's with with SGI or when training your own folks. What? How do you approach that? How do you uh, You know how do you is it all it's all disc or or do you do anything beyond that or or how do you talk to your
3: team about approaching no everything's disc and i think the best way for everyone to learn uh there's some exercises in our class that are really good and Mm. they've actually helped me if you really want to learn how to do something well then start teaching it Okay. Uh, but we have fun with each other you know we everybody knows what behavioral style each other is Okay. And I think that helps when you start seeing, you're like, oh, yeah, we did that because you're an S or you did, yeah, of course he's an I. Yeah. Uh, Then it's, it's just common language and people start recognizing those behaviors. And then when you see them in other people, you're like, oh, yep, I know that behavior. Yeah. And sometimes it's harder. It's harder to recognize. It seems, it seems funny, but a lot of times it's harder to pick out the style that someone is that, you know, Interesting. I think there's just too many things that get in the way. You know, maybe too many details. Right. About them. Right. Yeah, to, to, to quickly assess. Like, it's easier for me to assess someone I don't know. Yeah. Someone I do know.
0: Support for this podcast comes from Staples. Stock in your office shouldn't be difficult. Multiple vendors with separate invoices can create more work than you realize. Staples aims to be your one source for everything your business needs. As an SGI member, you'll receive access to staplesadvantage.com. 3,000 aggressively priced items up to 30% off list price on the products you use most. Dedicated account management, and award-winning customer service, free next business day delivery on orders over $50, plus a generous rebate. Use staplesadvantage.com and order today. And Success Group International's training arm Learning Alliance. What would it mean to have a $3 million sales producer in your HVAC or roofing business? How about an electrician or plumber who generates $600,000 or more in revenue? Those numbers would change your business. We see them all the time. How? It happens when SGI members send their people to Learning Alliance training. Learning Alliance offers high impact in-person and virtual communication and sales training geared toward generating results while turning customers into raving fans. SGI members can learn more about Learning Alliance and its offerings by visiting its new training portal on SGI's internal website, the SGI Hub. Learning Alliance is an exclusive benefit to SGI members. Non-members can learn more by calling
1: 866-344-0789. Welcome back to the show. I'm talking to Brent McDonald of Rubberup Plumbing of Gunboro City, Texas about training training strategies, training tips. We've covered a lot already, but we're going to talk a whole lot more. So let's jump back into my conversation with Brent McDonald. If you don't mind, I'd kind of like to go through the letters a little bit because I think we maybe get some nuggets. When you talk to your team about team or our SGI uh, team members, um, you know, other me, other members, employees, that is, about handling Ds. You know, that's you're a D, I know that, you know, okay. you're a hard charging dude. So how do you handle that as a technician, you're you're knocking on someone's door and you got a guy's, you know, he's a D he's on the phone or he's working and so you know, come on in, doesn't want to do any chit chat, just points in a direction. You know, how do you kind of uh, take subtle control of that call while not irritating that D?
3: Well, you're never gonna take control of one like that. Yeah. You know, uh, with the D's, uh, and that's some of the things we do too. You gotta, you know, we 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 talk regularly about how to change your style to match them. Right. Uh, if you got a D that's on the phone like that, um, you just got to make it short and sweet. Okay. I pick pick out I, what I would do. I would pick pick out is here are the key points that I want to drive home, and you got to you know really whittle down your script because they are going. They're just they're <laughs> going to it out. They're not going to listen to anything.
0: Yeah. You,
3: you got about thirty seconds to get it in there. Yeah. And they'll still get a little irritated, but you're going to hear it. I'm going to I'm going to get some. <laughs> D on d right there. yeah there
1: yeah. you go uh you gotta get to the
3: point real quick
1: how do you with a d personality how do you talk to them about doing a, a safety inspection i mean they just want you to fix that toilet and get out so they can get on their day so how do you kind of just do that is it a visual inspection as you're walking through the home and you notice something so or
3: the way i teach it and we just and, and i i give the sigh because we just had this conversation yeah and i don't always know what what jenny's training on and i'm I'm sitting in the meeting and they're talking about the the inspections and them asking to do the inspection and that's not i don't teach to ask and i'm like i thought we put this baby to bed already why are we having this conversation again yeah uh when i go through my initial uh script and i say hey you know your plumbing system's connected and you know, I'm going to be moving around your house in different different areas and make sure i covered everything. Is there anywhere in the house I shouldn't go? Okay. And they tell me, no, you just give me permission to go through everything. Okay. And so, so I it's... just, you know, I assume it. And some people are like, well, I can't believe you're doing it. Even my guys, when I'm in them, I'm, I'm opening up closet doors. They're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm looking for the water heater. They told me yeah. that I could go anywhere. Yeah. You know, so, it, and I've never gotten pushback.
1: On Interesting. So even with a a gruff D who's busy and you can tell he's got other things on his mind, you just just say that's you know, just lay it out just like you did and you just go about yeah. what you do.
3: I mean if he's it is it's easy in a situation like that, if they're on the phone, they still won't talk to you. Yeah, they just want you to go do your thing. Once you start doing your thing, they're not even paying attention to you anymore.
1: Right, right.
3: So then it's a matter of you you're at that point, you're just gathering information. You need to gather the information so that you can put it together and present it to them how they want to. And mm-hmm. then it, you know, that stuff is in the, I, I don't know if it's in the- I bet it is in the the Service Essentials book too. It's got, mm-hmm. it's in the appendix. It tells you how to talk to each style, not yep. only verbally, but body language and things of that nature,
4: mhm
1: mm-hmm
3: how do you um
1: how do you train your guys how do you approach the eye personality you know someone that's just going to want to talk to you for three hours if you let them as you walk in they're energetic you know they're sociable but at the same time you can't you know do you just say okay you got one call today or or how do you do, <laughs> how do you how do you kind of how do you not be uh you know you don't
3: want to see but well, the worst ones with that are going to be when you have an eye technician in, in, Oh, okay. And then it's an I, I mean, they're, because they're going to want to talk and talk and talk. Sure. You know, they just have to learn to be disciplined. And, you know, once you've gotten the information that you want delivered to them and they've given you the go, they got to, they have to work on their skill of transitioning from that. Okay. And looking for opportunities to transition from the conversation to getting the job done.
1: Do you give them an expectation? There's just, there's a certain point where if you're at 30 minutes, okay, we need to keep you know do you get, or, or is it just they just know
3: okay. when the right time is we don't really watch that okay our guys are pretty good about it uh one my big guy one of my eyes he's he's all about getting off on time so okay he, he, <laughs> he cuts it short and uh yeah it's funny he's got he's other people top, to talk to he's my top producer and he works less hours than anybody
1: isn't that that's something yeah I'll that's figure. interesting yeah
3: that's what his that what motivates what motivates him we actually uh we're struggling with him and he likes to control his day and then yeah. once he figured out we figured out he's not he's motivated by money but more time off and he wanted a lot of days off more than yeah most all of my other guys take and we're like look if you will do this we'll give you these days off yeah fair enough i mean that's he did
1: it yeah that's interesting um let's let's stick with the letters i know uh you get your analytical types right so if you start say building options or talking to about a a new water heater and they want every bit of information maybe it's in it someone with an engineering background you know how do you how do you handle those people that that are just going to pepper you with every technical i mean do you just start
3: well i take a deep breath (laughs) take (laughs) a deep breath because that's yeah. gonna challenge my patience, <laughs> and I yeah. just know you just gotta, you know, know going into they're gonna have these questions and just be ready for them. And not only are they gonna ask you all those questions, they're probably gonna ask you the same questions two okay. or three times in a different way. Yeah. Even though the answer doesn't change, it's but you still gotta keep answering the questions. Okay. Okay. If you have the information. They're gonna once they're. Done asking questions. I don't know. With a C, you just, if they're asking questions, you can't rush that. Right. There's no way you have to give them the information they want or they won't make a decision because they're skeptical.
1: Yeah. Yeah. With uh, I've always I've heard this from from multiple people. They feel like S's are maybe the most difficult because they're just agreeable to everything until you give them a bunch of options and then they kind of say, Well, yeah. I need to think about it. So, how, how do you just start getting S's? I mean, they kind of want to say yes to begin with all the time, right? So, how do you know what they're really thinking? I mean, is there any tricks of the trade there?
3: Uh, you know, I don't really have an issue with S's. They're they're they are uh they are agreeable. And easy to talk to. Yeah. But you're right, they're reluctant when it comes to making a decision. Mm. But I think Ds can actually do well with Ss because um, a strong selling point of a D is that uh, you're going to assure them that you're going to get the job done. Yeah. And so it removes that reluctance piece out. So I guess even, no matter what style you are, if you can assure them that I'm going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. And also they're, they're they're very uh people oriented. So, you know, letting them know that not just the company, but me personally is, I'm gonna take care of you. Yeah. I'll make sure that that happens.
1: Right. That's interesting. Um, something I always have asked, you know, you 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 said early on you get approval to look at your your the whole plumbing system, right? But say I call you out for a, a leaky faucet, right? And I I'm in my mind as a homeowner, I'm like, okay, I'm probably getting a new faucet and whatever. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm if i'm a d and i'm on a work call or whatever or or actually let's start with this do you for people that are non-ds do you want them to act you train to have the homeowner walk with you the whole time or or do you not ask them or what what do you prefer to do
3: i think that you need to read their style some of them could care less about walking with you yeah why would you want to make someone walk with you that could care less right right so uh, it's it's just a waste of time. I, I had a call like that with one of my guys, and he was like, you know, it's one of our apprentices, so he's ridden with all the other guys, and he said, you know, you say fewer words than any of them,
4: but hmm.
3: well, there's there's no point. And yeah. at this one to it was uh, she had some drain problems, and I had the videos on the tablet. I was said, well, I tried showing it to her. She she wasn't interested. I could I read her body language and yeah there's no point in wasting my time she's not listening to it
1: right right
3: need to so address other concerns spend okay your time
1: there. so i'm glad you brought that was going to be a, my next question was so are you guys all your guys trained and you train take pictures and video of everything even if someone's walking with you or or how do you utilize pictures and video in
3: your company more pictures and videos i don't think people are, <clears throat> i don't think less people want to get involved than you think so I mean, we don't get a lot of them involved, but we have pictures. Yeah. Uh, tons of pictures. CYA.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that yes. that eliminates someone calls and says, "Oh, this thing is uh, isn't working," and you said, uh,
3: "You know, did you guys
1: break it?" You know, they think they're thinking you broke it or did something. I guess that eliminates that that issue.
3: Yes. And then you know, if you have dispatch software where you can make pump calls. Through it, highly recommend doing that. We just, we just got saved on a $10,000 job because the technician actually called through the software and recorded the call. Mm-hmm. And he even had the discipline to, he got a, the, her husband's number and he called the office and said, put this into the job so that I can call him. And, and that was the call that saved him where he was approving everything. Cause he never saw them. They were never there. And it was a ten thousand yeah. dollar job.
1: Wow. What was it? Like a repipe or?
3: It was a repipe.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said well, I didn't approve it. <laughs> ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, it was a
3: repipe, and then there was uh, some pipelining that we were going to do as well. He, he okay. gave him a price on, and then all of a sudden he got amnesia and and, and wanted to put the two together, and, and that's not what we talked about. Wow. Wow. So he refused to pay, and then come to come to find out. His father-in-law was the chief of police in the town because we, yeah, we oh, ended up having to file theft of services and the cops came out and like, you sure you want to file charges? And we're like, yeah. And then they <laughs> called us the next day. And we're like, yeah. look, we know that his daughter, uh, the chief of police is, is his, this, this guy's a uh, wife. It's his, it's the chief of police's daughter. Um, Maybe you, know, you should give, you should give his daughter a call. And talk to her, yeah. And then you guys call us back because yes, we want to press charges. Yeah, we're not just going to lose ten thousand dollars, right? Because her dad's chief of police. Yeah. As wow. small town East Texas. So.
1: Yeah. Well, you better make sure all your your license plates are. I up know up.
3: we're going to <laughs> get a bunch of tickets. <laughs> I was just going to say, up.
1: make sure uh keep track and uh, you know the GPS. Make sure no one's speeding and all that good stuff. <laughs> or you're going to get you're going to lose that ten grand real quick
3: yeah uh, well see why you never know what's going to save you yeah
1: you know? sure no that's a good little nugget that's a good nugget so when not, you know uh so back to my example of, of you know i have a leaky faucet you're going to replace all i think is that's going to happen and all of a sudden you hit me with uh, this inspection and it's got a whole lot of red on it you know there's a whole lot of things that you want to talk to me about how do you um how do you kind of break that softly i mean you do you guys you train to talk about the good first to what's good and then Oh, yeah, ease it you into the van or,
3: or kind of, yeah. Yeah, you got to talk what you, you got to fix what you came there to fix. If you don't do that, there are all kinds of red flags go up and you're not going to mm-hmm. sell anything. And that's that's a common mistake all the time. So I always, you know, I like to get permission for what I've came there for first and we okay. can come back. Oh, okay. We're coming back. Yep. Once you're there working, you're there for a while. So now okay. you have time to, uh, plant seeds, you know, put little things out there. You can have little small conversations, have a little conversation, go do some work, come back, talk about a little more. You know, um it's just overwhelming when you come back and you have a long inspection sheet Yeah. yeah wants to sit down and go through a long inspection seat, a sheet, except for maybe a C. Yeah.
1: You
3: know, they may find that enjoyable. Right. But nobody wants to do are like you're just trying to get more spend more money right but so if you how do you, it the right way
1: yeah
3: it's just i just came out hey i just found this you know let me tell you about it you know then or hey you know what while i was here i also found this so i don't really show them the inspection sheet it's it's up here and i'm just I'm talking about it
1: now when when okay so you so you give so i come out for the uh for the, the leaky faucet you're giving me three options on that rub front yes. and, then you, and then you're going to start working on that yep and then as you're working on that, you notice other things and 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 do you then go, like how many times is going back to the homeowner too many times or is there is there None. such a thing?
3: None. There is okay. no such thing. Okay. Well, I've had one tell me, hey, just stop. You gotta stop. <laughs> I don't wanna spend any more money. Okay. And I told him, I'm like, hey, that's fine. I understand. Yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna come back and tell you because this is my job
1: okay i don't
3: tell you about it you need to know you don't have to do anything that's it. your choice yeah you know if you don't do anything about it now you need to know about it so we can come back later and we do something about it
1: so so everything you recommend is coming with three options so yes. you know you notice something it's always three options and you're just keeping yep. a runny ta- run a tally on this invoice that yeah that's coming. okay and do you and they're they asking you i mean i'm sure you're talking money right up when you do the three options right oh yeah. yeah okay
3: I mean, if you've done it, right. You get them to ask you to give you optional, you know, if you've done Mm -hmm. your job, right? Yeah. You know, how, well, how much is that? Well, you know, uh, let me finish what I'm doing and I'll, I'll, I'll get that figured up for you. Okay. Just make it, it's no big deal. I'm not, I'm not running over to my price guide to pull it out so I can sell you more stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Do you, that's just a matter of control. I'm going to do it when I'm ready.
1: Okay, that's interesting. Are you do you use the price guide at that point? I mean, you show them, you know, uh, the drawings or the, the levels, or is it just there as a as a resource and how you use it?
3: Well, you know, now with the tablets, and that's another battle we're fighting. And I'm seeing it, even I hear it more and more in my classes. And I always tell them that they, that thing's not printed in color for you. <laughs> Yeah. They're not taking it in because they're just looking on their tablets. And I'm like, yeah. this is a tool in your toolbox that you're you're not taking out. I mean yeah. you think you got the cheesy guy, you know, smiling at the water heater for you? Right. No. You need to give it to the client. They need it, it's designed for them to read through. And even yeah. though there's a credibility piece, like look, I'm yes, I'm getting it on my tablets coming out of here. Mm-hmm. I'll give you this. I'm gonna do it right here. Because this is where mm-hmm. i want. like, you know, and, you know, they look at it. They don't understand the levels. If we have to spend a week or two training a technician, how to actually use it, they're not going to figure it out in two minutes. It's not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Look at the numbers and what they're going
1: to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they're then, and the mentally the homeowner's going, oh my God, there's thousands of dollars in here. This is going to cost yeah. me. Yeah.
3: That's how I use it. I mean, I still, you know, I don't go out in the field and sell very much, but. Yeah, yeah, if I do, I, I, I use it as a tool. So okay. don't let your guys leave it out there.
1: Okay. When uh, do you just give it to them uh, right away after doing the credibility statement? And say, hey, you would take a look at this while I go ahead and, and you know, to see well, what's going on?
3: That's how I sell my club memberships.
1: I was going to ask about I, clubs.
3: I clip it to the page. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know, I everyone's selling it as a discount program. And I just, I can't warn against that enough. And guys want to do it so bad because it's easy, but they can read just fine. Yeah. They see that there's discount program there. So I'll never talk about saving. If I'm talking about saving money, that percentage they're getting is peanuts compared to what I can save them
4: by yeah. maintenance
3: in their home. Okay. So I want the maintenance-minded customers. And not only that, if you have a bunch of club members, you can brag about it. But if you got a bunch of club members that don't spend money, you have nothing.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah, you got a repeat customer. But if you have club members who are maintenance minded, uh, your, your, uh, your average invoice on your inspections are gonna go up like, and, and again, we had this conversation, like they, they have amnesia. Like last year we got tired of hearing it's just an inspection. Like, we'd send an inspection. You're like, Oh, this is terrible. This is terrible. Oh, you know, and they were come back with nothing, nothing, nothing like fine. Give me the inspection. Yeah. So I went out and ran inspection and sold, you know, five, $6,000 ticket. So then we checked, we watched our average invoice after they had done that. And then uh, they're, they're, they started producing like a $750 average invoice on yeah. just an inspection. Yeah. Like it's a no brainer. Yeah. Like, yeah, some of them are zeros, but some of them are home runs. Yeah, yeah. These are good, good clients and you get to get back in front of them. And it's funny, we've dropped about a hundred dollars and we've had to revisit it because, uh, and it just starts with a little, you know, somebody, just one negative Nancy I don't on mm. inspection. And the next thing you know, it's spreading through. Yeah. Uh, your team.
1: Right. And so it's just a constant conversation. And, and showing what the value of those calls are and what the tickets could be. Yeah. And when, things
3: that you train on, you'll have to go back and train on them again because they'll forget. Yeah. It.
1: When you um when you when you sell the the value of maintenance to a homeowner, because I've heard plenty of plumbing con members and contractors over the years say, but well, I just don't believe in the clubs with plumbing and what well, how do you communicate it to the, the homeowner to really see the value, to understand how it can eliminate future issues? Is there how do you teach that scripting that
3: you know. That, so that I'm simple. I I like things simple. I'm a simple guy. So i try, you know, i break things down so that it's as easy as it can possibly be for everybody involved. And this answers the question too, how, when I give them the book. So when I'm sitting down with them, and I still believe, you know, a lot of them aren't teaching to sit down, but if you can get them to some, a table or something, get them there, or you got to have a point to come back to. So awkward yeah. standing up and you got all the stuff in your hands. Yeah. But I, I, I tee them up in the beginning by you know, asking them all their discovery questions, you know, how long have you lived here? Have you had service before? You know, well, what happened? How old old is the house? And then are you doing any kind of regular maintenance on your home? Right. And typically you'll go, well, what do you mean? Well, my house, like I have them come out, they come out like once a quarter and they spray from mosquitoes because you know, they'll carry you off if you don't. (laughs) uh, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, so, I, you know, I, that's the maintenance program that I have. And mm-hmm. the, you know, they may, oh yeah, you know, I'll do some for my AC or, or whatever. And I'm like, okay. And then I move on through the script and it goes my credibility, you know, here's the levels, here's what I'm gonna do, here's the process. And when I'm just about ready to get up and and, and go do my evaluation, I, I'm getting up and go do my evaluation. Uh, you remember earlier we talked about maintenance program for your home? Yeah. Here's one for your plumbing system. Hmm. Take it, read it, and when I come back, I'll have some questions for you. And I just hand it to them and walk away.
1: So you say you will have questions for them?
3: Regarding yes, the I'm going what to are your, them.
1: Okay, so what are your, when well, I'm sweating now. So what are you, yeah. uh, it's, what are you asking the same them?
3: same question. Okay. Hey, what do you think? Yeah. And you know, I you get a lot of different responses. And I've had them when I'm doing my evaluation and they're bringing me the book. And they're like, yeah, I want to do that. And I'm like, I ain't even giving you a price. <laughs> We're not even there yet. And yeah. and it reminds you, this when I was doing this, we weren't given the discount up front. They had to call me back to get the discount. Oh. And I was selling okay. forty to fifty percent. Wow. But it was no pressure. I'm like, okay, yeah, just go put it on the table. We'll get to that here in a minute. But you okay. watch, they'll have two, you know, responses. They'll either pick it up and throw it down, or they'll pick it up and they'll start reading. You just watch yeah. when you walk away and you'll see what they're doing. Yeah. And the ones that read it are usually the ones that are good, but even the ones that don't, uh, it would be sometimes even when I'm collecting the money, I've wait to the very end and I'm like, okay, um, oh yeah, by the way, what did you think about that? Made this program work out. Yeah. And then, you know, then you just go from there.
1: Yeah. That's
3: they'll interesting. Say yay or nay, or a lot of times they go, oh yeah, yeah, I wanted to do that.
1: Okay. So it, that automatically then it, it's not, you know, it's not an option. It's just a yes. Yeah, it's it's become a yes or no. You talk to them about that before you talk to them about settling the rest of the
3: invoice. I guess. No, no. I'm talking about well, this is like when I'm, my job is done. Like I'm collecting okay. money. Okay. Yeah, I've already done the work. Okay. And then I'm waiting yeah. for them to come to me. Okay. If they haven't come to me at that point, that's when they get the quiz. Okay. I'm still going to ask you about it. Okay. But I would rather you come to me and ask me a question mm-hmm. about
1: it mm-hmm.
3: because that's how you really sell
1: okay i like it how do you in in approaching it the way you're approaching it well first of all do you guys do a lot of financing or are
3: is not it a not, not a whole you lot not a whole lot Okay. usually okay. the ones that we get that want to finance and they don't get approved Nobody
1: <laughs> <knows>. <laughs> yeah yeah okay i was wondering how you handle it with that approach okay.
3: well, I mean, we do. It's, it, you know we still do some financing uh to bigger jobs typically yeah Let's just get some bigger jobs
1: yeah so is that is that like big jobs stuff like that that are that are bigger or, or repipes where it's you you know when you're presenting the price you're presenting it as a finance price
3: yeah uh we i think we see them more on on septic systems more than anything
1: septics okay yeah okay
3: those can be you know ten $15, mm-hmm. to fifteen thousand dollars
1: to
3: replace one
1: right okay Good stuff. Well, we're we're closing in shockingly on an hour. These things always seem to go fast. Um, what are what are maybe a, a couple of things that you would recommend? Maybe things I didn't bring up or ask you about, Brent, or or just little bits of advice you'd have for for members that maybe aren't comfortable training or are just looking to get better at it. What would you recommend?
3: Just stick to it and start doing it. You know, it's very difficult in the beginning, especially if you haven't been training and your guys aren't used to it. If you set a schedule, do not let them derail you mm-hmm. because that's what they're going to try to do. So yeah. come hell, high, hell or high water, you've got to train. Yeah. It's going to happen. And now, cause my guys did the same thing to me. And, and now it's just part of what we do. It's, it's mm-hmm. expected. Yeah. It's just like waking up in the morning. We're going to do it. Yeah. Unless we're out of town, we're both out of town or something, but even we we, uh, especially with the um we have we have a couple in our admin department that can lead meetings as well when we're on,
2: especially okay. with the
3: videos and such that are on the hub, so even if you're not present, you know you can still get a little information in there sure you got to get every every opportunity to, you have to, to pack it in there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah that and you know that's how I got into being a facilitator was that i was terrible at training and I think there's a Learning Alliance has classes on training and I went to that class mm-hmm. and started talking to them about training and uh, I knew it would make me better and I knew it would help um, mm-hmm. my people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's awkward, put myself in an awkward position and I'm pretty good at it.
1: <laughs> sure. Sure. Um, actually, I just saw a question come through, and I'm not sure if it came in just now or it was earlier, but it said, uh, is there a comprehensive training schedule to follow a calendar to use to start the new year? Um, I, you know, Wesley, uh, for that individual, Wesley uh, P. Ryan from Learning Alliance had ke- came on at the very beginning. He, there is a, a schedule, I believe it's on the hub, where you can follow along. It, it connects what SGI and Learning Alliance resources are there to kind of help you uh, through 24 weeks or half the year um and then brent you said you kind of you don't you don't exactly follow a hardcore schedule do you or are there certain times of the year where you know we need to talk about this uh versus that whether it's seasonal or or just you know it's slower shoulder-ish kind of uh, season
3: yeah nothing really seasonal I yeah mean, most of everything that we do is gonna we're gonna pull it off of our uh I mean, your DMA is gonna tell you I mean, you can dig deeper into your financials, but your DME is gonna tell you mostly what you need to be training on. Yeah. It's gonna yeah. tell you where your issues are. Right. right. You know, unless you're you're doing great on your numbers, you know, you, there's a lot of different metrics you can use. I mean, it might be customer satisfaction, you know, brand mm-hmm. promises, things of that nature. We've been doing a lot of that as well.
1: Yeah. Very good. You
3: know, are you delivering I'll- to the people what you said you would deliver. And are you mm-hmm. doing it consistently throughout all the technicians? The bigger yeah. you get, the harder that becomes.
1: Um, I, you know, I didn't ask you this. You mentioned role playing, uh, and I know you do it. You know, you do it here and there. That it's like the scariest thing <laughs> for a lot of people. Yeah. How how do you make how did you make that initially not as intimidating
3: uh, or how to make it fun? Or that. you just did it. Yeah. I can't take credit for that. That was more Jenny. I'll give yeah. her that one. Yeah. So she just whips them into submission. She's just good at
1: Wait a minute. Are you saying Jenny or you whipped them into submission? Uh, no, Jenny. Uh,
3: she actually okay. does have a whip, cause she's brought it to work before. <laughs> well,
1: that's the the most East Texas thing I've heard this whole call. Yeah.
3: So, <laughs> she uh, I, I don't know. She's really good with them at at, at pushing them without, you know, pissing them off. I'm huh? good at pushing them and pissing them off.
1: <laughs> right. What's her personality? Uh, yeah. Type? Once
3: she got them doing it, and then she'll she'll use me and go, okay, well. She'll put me on the spot and go, well, let's hear yours, and, uh, okay, yeah, and then yeah. so they get in a you know they get her pushing on her, and then they get an example of, look, you should be able to just do this naturally, yeah, uh, it should just flow, and if you're right. doing it enough, it's just and it's not awkward anymore because it's just what you do, yeah,
1: well, and I think that was a good point you you slid in there, is that you you just have to take the lead. You have to be the leader and, and do it yourself, right? You can't expect someone else to do it if you're not going to, so.
3: No, no, they, they all know I can do it. They, and it's fine too, they gave me a hard time. They know I'll go out and work with them too. They, mm-hmm. they said I was gonna make fun of me, said I was kicking my feet up in the office and I said, so am I hearing that you guys want me to come out on the, the job with you? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm glad you asked. that. Do you use ride-alongs a lot? I mean, is that something that's a regular rotational type of thing, or is that as uh,
3: it hasn't been? That's that's uh, actually when we came back from Expo, that was one of our one of our uh, action plan items is that we're going to start doing regular more regular ride-alongs. Yeah. And I think that would help with the consistency on the other issues we're having, like club memberships and inspections. You know. Yeah. Because they'll they'll go, oh yeah, yeah I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing it
4: right
3: uh, uh you're just making me nervous no you're right if you're doing it you're not nervous about it
1: yeah yeah that's funny all right well we're at an hour brent i i really appreciate all your time today thank you everyone uh for tuning in really enjoyed this um guys hope you have a, a great holidays um as always this video should be available on the hub fairly soon i think a day or two and then we we uh, recycle them through the podcast and it'll be on the YouTube channel probably a month or so thereafter. So look for it there. Um, and uh, just appreciate your time and looking forward to seeing everyone in the new year. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks, Brent. Thanks, Bob. All right. Take care, buddy. All okay. right, bye-bye. That's Brent McDonald of Rub It Up Plumbing in Gun Barrel City, Texas, talking about technician training tips and strategies, plus how to run the perfect service call. Thanks for joining us. If you feel like you have a great story worth sharing that would also help other contractors, email me at behouchen at yoursgi.com. Also, if you've enjoyed today's episode, if you're on YouTube, give us a like and subscribe. If you're on your favorite podcast player, please leave us a five-star review and please join us for future episodes. It's my promise to you that we will continue to interview successful contractors and other influential individuals in the residential contracting world. This is The Successful Contractor, powered by Success Group International.
0: Support for this podcast comes from Goodman. Goodman Manufacturing Company LP produces a complete line of refreshingly affordable air conditioning and heating equipment. All Goodman brand products are designed, engineered, and assembled in the United States. For more information, visit goodmanmfg.com. The Successful Contractor podcast is part of the Success Group International family. SGI is the largest member owned best practices organization for independent residential services contractors. SGI provides its members a competitive edge through proven proprietary management tools and expertise, marketing programs, training, and group buying power, along with a highly active and eager to help membership. For more information about Success Group International, visit www.yoursgi.com.